Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Japanaholic Podcast. Podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games discussed by a certified Japanaholic. I am your host, Hila Fry, joined for the next two weeks by somebody who's been on this podcast way too many times. You probably already know him by now. I'm going to introduce to you, in case if you haven't, to Alex. Introduce yourself really quick. Yo, it's Alex here, the exporter knowing when a manga's going to end. For the most part. For the most part. I think he's been... If you couldn't figure it out, that was sarcasm. <laughs> I've been wrong every time. Content, uh, what, what's it called? Like, timeline warning, or, yeah, timeline warning, sarcasm. I don't know. Twitter talk, trash. Alright, so I have brought Alex here for the next two weeks to discuss the best and the worst of 2020. Now, most topics that we'll talk about here, actually it'll be half and half. It'll be half in anime, in terms of adaptations and stuff like that, and half around anime, whether it be drama or community stuff or whatever so we'll do for the next two weeks there'll be the best and the worst of that um and this is not going to be the last time you'll see alex on this podcast because just in a few weeks we'll do another episode as well uh we'll probably reveal more about that next next week when we go to the positive side of 2020 but today we feel a little negative so we're gonna talk negative the worst of 2020, not just for anime, but for the community. And I think we have a good bit to talk about today. Um, for my first one, we got to get the giraffe in the room out of the way. The I would say the elephant, but ele- I'm sorry, elephant. the giraffe. Uh, the elephant is not big enough to. We, it's not big enough. Giraffe, like we're talking, we're talking giraffe size. A giraffe is smaller than an elephant, bro. Is it, though? (laughs) I mean, giraffe, elephant, combine the two. Yeah, you know, it'd be hard. We gotta talk about the giraffe riding the elephant. Yeah, exactly. Um, It'd be almost impossible to talk about the worst of 2020 without bringing up the whole, you know, pandemic. So, I guess uh, it's something we gotta talk about here because, unfortunately... COVID has affected the anime industry um, quite a bit because a lot of a lot of people who look back maybe like a couple of years from now would look back at maybe the 2020 lineup and be all like, man, spring was pretty weak, wasn't it? And then they look at summer and it's pretty stacked. Well, because of COVID, there were a bunch of shows that were held, held back, delayed, postponed. I mean, was it was it the final season of Attack on Titan postponed, or? Uh, I think it was postponed, but not in the summer. I think it was supposed to come out in fall, and it was pushed to winter. Mm. I think it was supposed to start in September, yeah. but they pushed it to December. Because I, th- I could be wrong on that one though, because I really don't follow Attack on Titan. I don't either. That's why I was like, because. <laughs> I know a ton of shows from summer were supposed to be in the spring. For example, uh, ReZero, the first part of the second season. Uh, there was uh, the the final season of Oregayu, and I think a few other shows were pushed as well. 
Um, yeah, but you know what? The delays weren't that bad. It was only a couple of months. It could have been worse. Yeah. They could have delayed it for a year, like a lot of the or major ca- or canceled it, did. or completely canceled it. Like, uh, so did anyone's get fully canceled? I don't think any of them necessarily got canceled. I think there may have been. I could be wrong. I thought there was a series that got pushed back quite a bit. I can't remember. But I mean, I know so I'm a spider, so what got pushed back, but that like was not because of COVID. That was pushed back several times throughout the last couple of years. Yeah, um, I think that's supposed to come out two years ago, and it finally came out last season. Yeah, um, this really this there was a cancellation though in the outside of anime. It really doesn't pertain that much to either me or Alex because of course we live in America, but overseas in Japan, the uh, the biggest anime convention, I want to call it, uh, Comic Cat. Not really anime, but it's like, you know... Ma- that's uh, not really... It's more like a doujinshi yeah. uh, Comic-Con. But it's really... I don't think anything I don't think anything official's ever sold at a comic unless it's by, like, a small up-and-coming manga cut. That That's true, but it's still relatively big. I mean, like, millions of people. Not... Uh, was it millions? I think it was millions of people go there. I think they still helped it this year. No, they did it was not. In no, because I did. I did. Did they cancel epi- the winter one? Yeah, I I did an entire episode, uh, on the news either October or November. They said that the uh, Comicette ninety nine is going to be held, which is next year's. Uh, it's going to be held, but with a lot less people than the past couple of years. But ninety eight, which was supposed to be this year's, was canceled because of COVID. Um, and. I think if I read, I read the article and it's, I think it said like a couple hundred thousand people a year attend or maybe a couple million. I don't, a lot of people attend. Yeah. One of those is a literal nightmare for me. Yeah. Crowds. Yeah. You, you see it all the time in most, uh, uh, slice of life shows that are about, uh, making mangas or something like that. I know they had, a cause I watched Comic Girls this year. And they did an episode on Comic Cat, and yes, it, it's just as packed as it shows in that show. Um, but yes, so many things were canceled due to, uh, like, outside of anime, of course. Uh, due to COVID, you know, stuff was postponed, canceled, pushed back. I think the worst out of it all was the Olympics. Um, yeah, that cost because, Japan a couple million dollars. Yeah, and, and of course, you know... The Olympics are, like, a massive thing, especially in the summertime. And Tokyo has not had... Or, okay, I will rephrase this. Tokyo has had an opportunity to host the Olympics back in the 40s, 1940s. But due to a certain war, that couldn't happen. So Yeah, just looking it up real quick, Japan lost an estimate of $277 million. Yes, and they pledged $13 billion to the U.S. to help yeah. them create it as well. So they're out a couple billion dollars now at this point yeah. over not having it. They also got to think about they spent all that time. They spent a lot of time making just Tokyo as a whole more foreigner friendly. Like I know they mm-hmm. recorded all – they re-recorded all the train maps and the train recordings yep. to have a separate English side. Yep. They put a lot of effort into welcoming foreigners and it's it got the corona. It's, it's pushed back to summer 2021. But I've heard in the past, like, couple weeks that Japan, it's just not going to feel the same because there's going to be restrictions, of course, and, you know... I have a feeling it's going to get pushed back again because now they're expecting 
They're expecting corona effects to now go until 2021, the last estimate I heard. Yeah, it's just, it has not been a good year for the economy over there in Japan because of the fact of corona and... Not even the economy, just... Just, I mean, this is all secondhand for me reading the news, but I heard that they originally did not handle the pandemic well and figured there's no way it can get into their country. That, I kind of... Th- yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, heard it took them a lot longer to shut down their borders than it should have. Like, I know they kept up their office buildings and everything Yeah, a couple but, months past the point where they should have. But to be fair, I mean, compared to what we get here in America with COVID, their cases are like a, they do get a couple hundred in Tokyo every every couple days. Yeah, but compare that compare the size of Japan to mm, the size of US and I bet you the that, ratios. Yeah, that's true. I bet you if you even out the ratio for population population, it's pretty damn close to how it is. Yeah, cuz Japan does have a huge population obviously. For a lot of people know that, but at the same time it's still a small island. You know, it's a big population for such a small area on the map which is which to be fair you would think that would mean it would spread more there because there's more people packed yeah. in the main space but yeah so, so. It, there's there's a little bit of like you know pros and cons and you could obviously like you know i was particularly worried about japan just because of their work culture where they jam yeah. as many people as possible into one That's building true. and make yeah. them sleep on the floors especially trades especially trades but see i've also heard that now once the pandemic is over a lot of the office buildings are going to allow the workers to work maintain from home this work from home if they want to yeah and I saw a stat like 41% of people are planning on taking yeah. them up on that. And then I also read an article. This was also in an episode of the Top News or whatever. Um, that a lot of students were, uh, like university students obviously, were having like issues uh, adapting to the um, the new culture. Not, not culture per se, but you know what I mean. Like the new uh, work from home procedures and stuff like that. Like they just... And as a student, as a high school student myself, I I also felt this because it it just it doesn't feel the same trying to do school or do work from home because you know your your home is essentially like a place to escape school or escape the workplace. So I you know I understand their 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 where they're coming from, um, and hopefully things can open back up here in the next couple of months. I mean, I would predict. I, I've predicted so many times. If you're talking I, about U.S., bro, don't. <laughs> yeah, the U.S. Huh? I can't predict anything on the U.S. I really can't. Well, like, a bare minimum of three months, and that's at bare minimum. Yeah, I mean that's uh, the cur- the current the current vaccine takes a minimum of two months to kick in to effect. Mm-hmm. I, and I that's mean, saying that that's saying that everyone gets it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, if they even allow anybody, like any foreigners or whatever, to go to the Olympics, I'll be damn surprised. If the Olympics even happen, first off. Well, realistically, let's say it does happen. My prediction is that they're going to only allow foreigners who have had the vaccine to go. That's true. I've I've seen some reports of, like, you get the vaccine, they're going to get, like, a little pass card of, like, hey, this is the proof that I had the COVID vaccine. That's true, that's true. Um, I also... I just now thought of this. It's like, yeah, I say, oh, maybe the Olympics, you know, maybe the Olympics won't happen. But then again, it's like you look at I, I know this is completely different because, like, you know, Japan culture versus American culture. But like a lot of American sports still went on 
even with COVID to this to this you know in in the area. Baseball went on for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but the Olympics is something you want to have fans there for. Yeah, that's true. Like that's football true. and baseball, you can have without fans. They don't add too much to that. But the Olympics, you want to have people yeah. there in the seats. The Olympics is like the thing you want to have it would, fans The for. smartest idea for them would to do would be to push it to 2022 instead of 2021. Yeah. Give the rest of 2020 to get everyone their vaccines and give 2021 time to get the little yeah. outliers, yeah. knock out any kind of little up sparts of COVID that's going to happen and then hold it in 2022 because mm-hmm. 2022 will probably be the next time that things are back to regular Pretty, yeah. normal like maybe 2021 won't be as good as anybody will think it is like it all go away but like you know it, it it's going to take some time and you know we all just got to be patient I guess and um it I I hate that this happened obviously I think everybody has because I think everybody can say that this year has fucked you know this year has been bad in some way i mean i'm probably the only person in the world that can say with confidence that 2020 was the best year of my life (laughs) i like i for me it's not like it was the worst it's just you know when you make plans and then they all of a sudden just get canceled it's like god damn plan you know plans getting canceled suck you know it could be worse but i mean it just it sucks because you plan something for a year like go trip on japan but then it just you know ends up getting canceled and then you try to push it just it doesn't work it doesn't work you know, that's just like, you know, I have a lot of time. I, you know, I just got to be patient. So I, I don't see it as like a big negative, but I think, I think we've spent. This like, depends on how you use that time you were given. I yeah. personally use the time I was given during the lockdown to make a lot of improvements on my life. Yeah. I mean, I think I've done the same thing. I spent four months in my, or almost four months in my house, just balled up and I still didn't watch much anime. <laughs> Lazy ass. I didn't watch it like much anime. I just sat and watched virtual YouTubers, but all right, so I think I think we could move. I I really want to move away from this topic because if we just sat here talking about COVID, I think we'll be here for two hours. So, which means it's an absolute guarantee that this episode of the podcast will not be monetized. Yeah, probably. Hell, you name dropped COVID more than once, and that's that alone is enough. Well, that is true. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, have to call it like purple haze or something. I have to call it uh uh. I don't know. I, there's no safe word for it. All right. So, I've got my first topic. I think Alex has an anime that we got to talk about here. So, I think the one anime that he's talking about here that we both agree on, that's definitely the negative side, would be Tower of God. Yeah. See, the the point where me and him differ is the fact that he enjoys the source material, but I personally did not enjoy the source material at all. I don't enjoy so the it anime like that to much. me did not have a shot in hell to be enjoyable, whereas to with Taylor it probably had at least a little bit of a shot for him. I to gave have it. it I, I gave it a shot. I literally tried my damnedest to give the the show a shot, but after like two episodes, three episodes, I was just like, dude, I'm bored. I, I'm bored watching this. It just it it was <sighs> not entertaining in the slightest. I one, mean, one of the big things I didn't like about the source material was the art style. And the one point that a lot of people give it is the anime copied the art style really well. And for me, that's the worst thing they could have done. Yeah, I, I'll agree with I, that. I, but I see, personally, I'm not a big fan of the webtoons or the manhwas or whatever the heck you say it. Yeah. Like, I've I've tried to read a lot of them, and there's only two I've ever found that I've enjoyed. And I only really liked one of those two. Yeah. They are really hard to get into, I'll say. Much harder than mangas. Much harder. Um, as somebody who's worked on manguas as a as a typesetter, uh, it's 
it's a whole different ball game, and I just I don't find them much fun. I guess. I mean, yeah, there's you know obviously fans of them and stuff like that, um, but you know it's just not something I can do. Um, my issue with Tower of God, outside of you know the source material in the end, well, the source material was fine. Okay, it wasn't enjoyable, or excuse me, it wasn't as enjoyable as some of the other mangas I've read. Okay. Um, I may have been a lazy, a lazy ass this year, but I was able to read some mangas, watch some anime, and form some opinions. That's why I made the podcast. Um, and to be honest, I my manga and light novel reading skyrocketed in 2020. I did not watch as much anime, but that's my true. manga reading yeah, skyrocketed. Yeah, but uh, for me, there was a part of me. That just didn't really want to give this one a shot after the third episode because... Well, you follow the three-episode rules. After yeah, three episodes, you couldn't get into it. That's, that's, res- that's, that's respectable. I that, that is at least respectable. You you have matured as an anime fan. You've <laughs> passed that stage of being able to watch just anything, and now you need to fine-tune what you like. Yeah, exactly. There is... Because As anime fans, you all start in that stage where you can watch anything, no matter how awful it is, and you'll still watch it, and you'll still enjoy it. But the more you see... The more the less you gain, yeah. the, the more your yeah. your uh, tolerance gets up. They yeah. won't be able to tolerate shitty stuff. There, as well. there is also um, I think another reason why is because a lot of people really don't like Crunchyroll originals. Um, the- I gotta disagree with that though. I think that I think that the people's problems with Crunchyroll originals came from that first trailer they showed, the first original. I think that so. I cannot think so. pin the name on because that's how fucking bad it was. Yeah, I think but so. But I remember, I remember the fact that in the trailer, they focused more on the fact that it was written by a diverse team than actually talking about the anime itself. And what they did show about the anime was god-awful. Yeah. And I think that fans were never able to get over that. Because if you look at something like Tony Kaku Kawaii... I can never say that right. Tony, Tony Kaku, Kaku Kawaii. Ku- yeah. If you look at Tony Kaku Kawaii, you wouldn't even know there's a Crunchyroll original with the quality of it. Yep. In fact, exactly. I didn't know it was a Crunchyroll original because I always just skipped the intro, so I never noticed until, like, the last episode there, the little Crunchyroll original opening. Liter- it just looks <laughs> like it was made by a regular studio. Literally, the only read, like, the, uh, like, Tony Kaku Kawaii, like, at first I was like, <laughs> because of, because I, I, I'm not a, my personal opinion is, like, I'm not a huge fan of Crunchyroll originals because I, Sometimes just don't like how Crunchyroll sometimes takes the, the like most of the credit, even though obviously it was created by a studio in Japan. It was you know created with the intention of being televised, not being a Crunchyroll original. I don't know, it, like. But you know what? Much... You're gonna you're not gonna find an American company that doesn't do shit like that. Anyway. That is that's true because you know money. But, but just speaking on that now, we can uh, we can move on into a potentially negative part of 2020. A Crunchyroll being bought by Funimation. That is one of the bigger negatives. I want to say it's a but, negative, but I don't have no idea. This have is no where idea. me and Taylor differ is I think there's a lot of potential for this to be a positive. This can also a lot of uh, potential for this to just fizzle out and be nothing. Because or we, be we have no, negative. like, honestly, we really have, we have no, no idea the direction it's going in. Yeah, we have, like, no information about this I, whatsoever. It's- I look at the time where Funimation and Crunchyroll worked together back at the start of, what was the start of, when his VRV started, when the two of them were collaborating yeah. for that, like, year. Yeah. That was one of the best things for anime fans ever until Funimation decided they wanted to start charging more money and leave Verve and stop working with Crunchyroll. Yeah. If them buying Crunchyroll means we can get back that collaboration we had for that time period and 
have because at that time you could sh- you could stream almost any anime in existence yeah. on one platform for legal so legal money we, legal. Oh yeah, I only watch legally. So <laughs> to me, I was able to watch anything I wanted basically between the two. So if we can get that, mm-hmm. that's going to be positive. Yeah, I think the biggest negative about this right now is the fact that in the last blog update we got, where they're saying that as of right now, there's going to be no changes at all. Crunchyroll yeah. and Funimation are going to be acting as separate separate entities at the moment. Well, I think that's the worst thing that can come out of this is them not working together and just being under the same umbrella and not touching each other. You know, this, I think that's a big negative. This could go either way. This could actually be like, you know, the VRV days back then where you had Crunchyroll and Funimation, or this could be fucking WWE and w, uh, WCW. They're just going to buy them out. Yeah, hey, Monopoly. Yeah, but it's also like, it's not like they can, that, that comparison there's a little too close because at the time, that was the only wrestling on television, WCW and WWE. Yeah, right now, true. there's plenty of other anime streaming platforms that that's not going to be that big of a monopoly because you still have Amazon, Netflix, that's true, High Dive, Hulu. I believe HBO Max has some animes as well, but that's only because HBO Max was owned by the same company that owned Crunchyroll. So we'll see where that goes. So, so it's it's not an entire monopoly. Yeah, and like we like I said, there's not a lot of information. So I, I don't know. We don't know what the hell is going to happen here with this. I say it's a negative because, you know, there goes another streaming site. You know, it's not like, you know, Kiss Anime, you know, this this shit. Kiss, it, Kiss it, Anime still exists, buddy. I know it does. God damn it. But just let me have my moment. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Honestly, as someone who watched everything 90% legally, that was a shock to me when I found out two days ago that they exist just under a different name now. <laughs> uh, I think one of the bigger reasons why I've kind of like fallen in terms of like reading manga, because I, I, yes, I've read manga and I've watched that stuff this year, but fucking hell, I think I've watched more in 2019 than I did this year because, you know, I think the reason why is because Manga Rock was the biggest reason. And Manga Rock being shut down fucking murdered me. Cause I I I loved I loved using Manga Rock to read whatever manga I was reading and stuff like that. It just to anybody who used Manga Rock knows what I'm talking about. It just felt like the superior app to use for reading mangas. Whether that be I mean, I've been using Manga Dex for like ten years now at this point, so I, I, I tried wasn't affected at all by Manga Rock. I I tried to use Manga Dex, but for some reason I just never really liked it. I guess it was just I did I wasn't used to because because it's, it's it, it felt a little different. Plus, you know, you I had mean, the first ever one I used I think was Manga Eden back in like 2010, and then Manga Eden went down. Oh yeah, and I think I also used like Botato. I think it was called. Uh, and I don't think either of those sites even exist anymore. To be entirely honest, sites get shot down left and right and upwards and stuff like that. I mean, that's why I'm so shocked that Knock on Wood Manga Deck still exists. Yeah, I'm surprised too. I mean, like, I'm surprised with how big Manga Dex is and how many, like, groups and stuff are all over it. You would think that that site would probably get shut down considering uh, I'd probably fucking jake it. I'm sorry, but, like... I, I, Look, looking I, at I, my manga list, I'm currently 10 mangas away from hitting 300 mangas red. I've, like, as somebody who's, who's like, done stuff for like typesetting chapters for mangas and stuff like that for manga decks and stuff like that. Like I, I, 
I don't get me wrong. I love I love the website. I love Mongadex, and I use it whenever I can because uh, whenever I want to read something on my computer, it's there. But I mean, fucking hell, I I I'm not using Bookwalker. I'm sorry. I I'm not gonna. I'm not using Bookwalker. And uh, you know, I sure I may make some money every once in a while, and you know, it's the the best legal site to use for manga reading. But I'm sorry. Yeah, but. It, it it's like if the I'm gonna... problem with manga is different from anime. Anime we have simul dubs where they're subtitled or dubbed like the day of or the day after in Japan. Yeah, you don't get that with manga. You're yeah. like two months behind in manga at all times. And I that's mean, something impossible to follow inside of this community. I think because the most I I think the most up to date I've ever been when reading a manga was domestic Nakanajo, where as soon as it went up on in, in Japan, <laughs> when, as soon as it went up in Japan, maybe two hours later, bam, English. Man, every time I'm on here, you got to find a way to talk about domestic girlfriend, huh? I mean, I would talk about it, but it, it's not, it was not a thing in 2020. If yes, we, it was. The manga ended in 2020. That's a negative, by the way. <laughs> For me. <laughs> For me, <laughs> I don't know. We can, we can, this is the perfect opportunity to talk about the manga and both the positive and negative sides because you think it's a negative ending, and I think it's a positive ending. I mean, story storytelling wise, I think it's a negative because you, you storytelling def- wise, it's a positive because he <laughs> ended up with best girl. <laughs> Let's not get in that boat. I'm not getting in that boat. Well, we need to do like a special where we do like a civil war special where we both argue our points over who the best girl is or in domestic Kanojo. That, that, that'll be a never-ending war, but I'll be down for that. <laughs> a never-ending war. I was war, on debate but, team, but, damn it. If you've been on debate team, I, I got arguments because I speak for 20 minutes. You have Twitter arguments. I have Twitter. I have, I have <laughs> followers. They'll, they'll come, they'll come for you. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, Please don't sick your, your followers on me. I'll sit my simps. You'll all, sit your uh, sense. All, all, and I'll, hey, I'll well, the power okay. of the shrimps. Thank God I don't. I thank God none of this, none of these episodes go on Twitch because right now I would have been, de- I would have been banned on Twitch for saying the word simps. Because now you can get banned <laughs> for saying that word. Thanks, Twitch. You know you're going downhill <laughs> just as much as. Uh, Twitch has been going downhill for like ten fucking years, bro. Twitch oh yeah, yeah. Good. DMCA on Twitch. Woo, woo, woo. What's another? What's another negative? Like what's uh, another interspecies reviewers? Interspecies reviewers. Do you think that's a negative? the first? The first nice boat in like twenty years. I think not twenty years. Probably ten years. First nice boat in ten years. You think that's a negative? Please think... tell me you're a new. Please tell me you're an old enough fan to know what the nice boat is. I think I do. I I it, it's like I haven't watched it, but I definitely know what it is. Yeah, so the, ni- the nice boat is when they decided that the last episode of School Days is too graphic to air, so they just aired half an hour of, like, a uh, boat sailing on water. Yeah. And after, like, episode two of Interspecies Reviewers, the the network did the same thing because they realized that they didn't want to put an episode three out because it was basically hentai. Because what the fuck were they expecting about an anime from a manga that's about going to a whorehouse? Well, to be fair... What were they expecting? To be fair, the manga... Fucking wholesome moe journey through Fantasy Realm? In a manga about going to whorehouses and reviewing fucking different species. What did they expect? To be fair, the anime went farther than the manga. The manga didn't have as much exposure than the anime did, so I'll... That's valid, but still. 
like I, I don't even think there was a tit or like a nipple shown in the manga where it was like it was I mean I only read one volume out of sheer curiosity after heard the anime got canceled and mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing any nip tits but yeah like the anime definitely went far so I I can kind of see Funimation's little things like oh we're gonna get another etchy show like it you know just another etchy show they'll they'll censor you know they'll censor it you know and there won't be that and the fucking much. mad lads in the community looking at the one Oh, what the fuck was it? I saw it on Reddit. The one character had a bold showing, and they calc- they used signs to calculate how big its dick was. And I was like, what the fuck, anime community? You're going to use surprised. science and math to figure that out instead of I'm, trying to cure COVID. I am not surprised by anything, but that is great. Like, they I- used, like, <laughs> fucking science and physics. I think there was even a Fibonacci rhythm in there somewhere. <laughs> I am not. Based surprised. on our science, we predict that this character's penis is this long. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is what you choose to use your time and scientific knowledge on? Bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Redditors. Oh my god. Now, another negative for me uh, if anyone watching this happens to be one of like the 36 people who are familiar with my channel, I have a long history with hating Nekopara. So, of course, what? I'm going to hate the fact that the Nekopara anime came out. What? Oh, yeah, bro. You haven't seen that video? I have, like, a half an hour video where me and my friend are just shitting on Nekupara and being tortured by having to read the VN. I am not going to watch that. I love this series. You can't change my mind. It is, like, the favorite video <laughs> I've ever created on my channel. It's, like, us just I have, being tortured by having to fucking read Nekupara. I have the first volume, albeit probably illegally, I think. I think I brought it. I, I have one on I Steam. I have, like, all of them on Steam. <laughs> just out of I, pure I need torture. to be get. I, I want to buy all the, all of them because I I love Nekopara. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. I fucking love this series. Okay, I have volume zero, and I have volume one. Okay. I need to buy the rest of the volumes. But I see it as positive. Well, the only negative I have is that they didn't go too far. But that's just me. That's just me being the degenerate that I am. The anime wasn't awful. <laughs> I guess that's as far as I'm willing to say and or go. You know, I want to put this one as my negative, but I know you'll instantly shit on me for this. Oh, god damn it. I It's not even much of a negative in terms of like how like everybody else, when they see this show, it's just a negative for me because it's just... Kanejo Kaneshimasu. Fuck it. I, I don't... <laughs> it's it's so trash it's so it's hot garbage but I don't know why I continue watching it and I continue reading it it's hot garbage it's it's oh I I I I I see it as positive because it is a good show it is pot you know it's really good really popular and of course it's gonna get a second season possibly third just saying probably a third season I, I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, it's a good series. Don't get me wrong. Story's great. Art's great. The creator is amazing. I love his YouTube channel. But I hate. But I can't fucking watch it because the MC is garbage. Wait, which one? Kanazawa Kaidashibas. You said that so fast the first time. I didn't realize you're talking about Rental Girlfriend. What yeah. the fuck, bro? That is amazing. <laughs> I see. That's I have that as like number one on my list of positive things to talk about. Not number one negative for me, but it's damn near close. 
<laughs> I hate the MC so much, it cancels out all the other positives that I had for the series. Yeah, but he gets so much better in the manga, bro. I know, but I'm talking about the anime adaptation, at least. The mod- yeah, but he's got some of his best parts are animated. Him jacking off? Yeah, he does do that a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's real. I mean, it's realistic. It's what a lot of college people do. I mean, I wouldn't know I'm not a college kid. I mean, I'm old enough to be one, but I'm not. Do you want to say 2020 was a stacked year? Yeah, uh, I'll say that. Also, Merry Christmas. I just sent you all four volumes of Necopera on Steam. Did you seriously? Holy I shit, seriously you did. Merry Christmas. Enjoy Holy your fucking, fucking cat girls or some shit. <laughs> Holy shit, he did. My God. Damn. I did not expect that. Anyway. Well, yeah. A lot of people have been saying that 2020 has not been that stacked of a year. I kind of In comparison disagree. to 2019 and 2021, it has not been that stacked. Yeah. But what we have gotten in 2020 has been quality. The fact yeah. that I only had three negative animes to talk about versus my three, six, nine, twelve positive animes. Yeah, I mean... I'd say it makes the season pretty stacked. Yeah, I mean, obviously in terms of quantity of shows... There's still a ton, and not a lot of them were, like, as high quality. I mean, Spring 2020 had 136 TV shows that were new, uh, which is, like, the same as... I think it was the same as Spring of last year, 2019. Well, Jesus, 2019 had 159, but give it credit because Spring 2020 had a bunch of them pushed because of COVID. But, you know, a lot of people say it wasn't as stacked or quality or whatever i mean like maybe on the quality i can agree with because there's not a lot of memorable ones uh compared to last year and this upcoming year but damn there was still some good ass shows um yeah obviously many of them are pretty forgettable um and i think a couple of them i could put in the positives like a couple positive forgettable ones you know is better than a couple negative forgettable ones obviously i mean 2021, just in the winter, is more stacked than a lot of 2020. That's just my opinion. I mean, yeah, but here's the point: winter 2021 is so stacked because it's season twos or season threes from that's true. Yeah, from that's the 2020 true. season. That is true. I mean, like yeah. we're fucking opening up on ReZero season two part two, and I'm already ready to just fucking give my firstborn child to see that. Yeah, fucking. We have, I mean, you have to go 11 animes deep on the My Anime list to find Hari Mia, which is the first one that is brand new, like, a brand new, like, not a sequel or whatever. I mean, I'm going to put, I'm, I, for, personally, personally, I'm going to put it 12th because EuroCamp Season 2, it's going to be, EuroCamp Season 2 is going to be at the top of my list. I don't give a shit about... Watching the deck, the the new season of Quintuplets or B Star Season Two or Re Zero Season. I mean, two. how can you watch the new season of Quintuplets and they made them so not thick? I don't. I'll never forgive the Japanese okay, for that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm a degenerate, but I'm not gonna drop an anime because of thighs. God damn it. God damn. I there's sticks, but Jesus, they they. <laughs> I do I care enough to drop the series? No. It'll probably drop it maybe a I point mean, or two. I mean, I dropped the series because the wrong fucking girl won. But besides the point. Could have been worse. Could have been Nino. Could have been worse. No! <laughs> Nino would have been better, okay? They picked the worst possible girl to win. This is a negative episode. We could talk about negative things. 
on, out of all five of them, the worst fucking girl won. Uh, Any of them would have been better. Yotsuba, Any of them. Yotsuba, more like Mitsuba. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yotsuba, more like Yo, it's the worst girl. Sorry, that's a bad pun. That was terrible. That was terrible. Terrible pun and a terrible negative episode. Got it. We're checking all Fucking the boxes. Fucking hell. We're checking all the boxes. I mean, technically, okay, I'm going to say this, though. Uh, we mentioned this. We talked about this before recording this episode. Uh, even though Attack on Titan, the final season, is technically winter 2021 listed. Uh, listed I consider I it, consider it 2020. I, I consider winter seasons for both seasons because winter seasons usually starts in, like, end of November of mm. the previous year and runs until into the next year. So I count it as both. If it's, if it's already airing in one year, if it airs in one year, I count it an anime for whatever year it's airing in. So mm -hmm. I count Attack on Titan as both Winter 2020 and Winter 2021. The problem with Attack on Titan is that it made me not fucking care the second they decided to wait like four fucking years for a season two. Uh, I didn't give a shit about it after watching like five episodes. I enjoyed season one, and then when I found out that it's basically a meme to not have a season two, I just went ahead and read the manga. Like, the point they're at in this season... I read it like two years ago. I mean, fucking hell. That's why I didn't. I watched season two. I watched some of season three. And I just had no interest in season four because that was already stuff I read fucking years ago. Like, I mean, they could not draw. They could not draw me in with four year old content at that point. I, I don't blame you. I mean, I, I never. I even, really enjoyed season one. I never e got every once it. in a while. I'll do this thing where I don't enjoy anime for a bit where no anime that season can get me into it. Yeah, and then and then an anime will and then an anime will come along that I'll watch. And I'll be like, well, shit, I like anime again. Yeah. Attack of Titan season one was one of those. I was in like an anime dry spell. I couldn't find anything good. wasn't enjoying anything. Then I watched Attack of Titan and said, okay, shit, I like anime again. So the Attack of Titan season one will always have a special place in my heart. But the fact that it decided to wait so many goddamn years for a season two killed it. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I never got past season one, so I can't really say much. I never even really got past halfway season one. I, like, tried to watch it, and then I stopped. I should also make it be known that I'm the most impatient person ever. The second of season one ends, I'll go ahead and read the source content. That That's kind of what I did with Tony Kaku. The only time I ever didn't go ahead was Day to Live. I didn't read the light novels afterwards, because at that point in time, I wasn't really that into light novels, and by the time it was into light novels, they already announced a season two. Mm. And, by the time I had to, and then by the time I had to read them, they announced a season three. And by the time I had the time to read them, they announced a season four. Well, I kind of did something, or like, I, I've i done something similar to one of the, the shows airing this season. I I want to save that for the positives, because if I talk about that in this one, then people are going to assume that I hate it. But I don't, because I made an entire I made an entire fucking episode on it last week. But anyways, um, in terms... Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's about everything I have the neg negative to say about 2020. I... Um, I'm look. I'm looking real quick. I don't think there's anything else that I could really say that's necessarily. The only thing negative. I guess I would say that might be bad about 2020 is a lot of the anime was sequel content. Yeah, and it's going to continue in 2021, but it looks like there's going to be like, a lot. If I really wanted to be nitpicky, I could sit here and nitpick Higarashi. And like to be honest, there wasn't that many isekais, and the except and the isekais we got were phenomenal. Yeah, there wasn't much. I was actually surprised by the the lack like I, of isekais. For our positive, I was gonna do top fives, and one of my genre or one of my things was gonna be top five isekais. 
but all the Aset guys were so good, I couldn't really, uh, I really couldn't list them. But yeah, if I really want the nitpick, I guess I could go against uh, Higarashi and Talentless Nana. Talentless Nana, my problem is kind of similar to Tower of God, where I just did not enjoy the source material. So, yeah. again, the anime didn't stand a chance with me. Yeah. I tried to give that one a read and just, like, I don't want to get into spoilers, but there's some things they do in episode one that really bothered me that I feel they could have done so much better. Yeah, obviously. And the thing with the thing with Higarashi is, like... <sighs> It's. Are you familiar with the Higarashi series at all? Just so I know what I need to say. So Higarashi is similar to Ari Zero, except the characters don't know they're in a loop. Oh. So they're in like a death loop, but they don't know it, and the viewer yourself, you really don't figure. You need to like think a lot and figure it out. Like you think that it's just giving a thing. It's like a generic moe blob. Here's side story A. Here's side story B. But you realize that each side story at the end, the main character dies and restarts essentially, and just picks a different route without knowing. <laughs> then they have a season two that you find out that was all some kind of fever dream. Huh. And now what they just released is a remake, quote unquote, of season one. Except it's not, and it's actually season two is wrong, and it's another death loop of them repeating everything from season one, but slightly different. So you basically need to watch the first season a second time for very slight differences. So, yes, if you look at it as a standalone and you've never seen anything Higarashi before, fucking great. If you're a fan of the series, not good. Because now you're just watching the same thing you already watched and probably read if you read the visual novels for, like, the third time. Um... Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much clean on negatives. There's a lot more positives I could say about this year. Yeah, um, after that, out, I, I'm, of I'm pretty much out of my negatives. Yeah, out, like pretty much outside of COVID and, you know, the world's going to shit. There's not much negatives going on. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, we've we've aired our grievances to 2020 pretty well. Yeah. Uh, hopefully 2021's a whole lot better. I mean, yeah. looking at the lineup, yeah. I mean, there's a shit ton of good shows coming out in winter 2021. And uh, there's, there's, a, lot, there's, there's a lot good to look forward to. Yeah, and there's a Attack on Titan, the final season. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm <laughs> fucking kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Calm down, calm down. Anyways. But you know, this right. has been Alex, a.k.a. Monkey here. <laughs> yeah, uh, next week, you'll be back to do positives. That'll be the last one. I know one. you all can't get enough of me. Yeah, that'll be the last one. Trigger warning, sarcasm again. Yeah, <laughs> timeline warning. <laughs> Uh, that'll be the last episode for 2020, and then after that, I'll be, I'll do top, uh, the week after, excuse me, the first episode of 2021, I'll do an episode where I talk about the news articles and stuff like that, and maybe a couple of weeks, uh, a couple episodes later, Alex will be back on to talk about some VTubers again. Yep. Can't get enough uh, of them. Taylor... Taylor was the first to fall, then I went deep into that rabbit hole real fucking quick. I, I went from, man, I can never sim for any VTuber, to now spending $20 a month uh, being <laughs> members. <laughs> Alright. So, before I end off the episode here, let me quickly say this real quick. If you're on Spotify, go ahead and click that follow button and possibly turn on notifications for new episodes because it pulled the YouTube and now you can get notifications for new episodes. So go ahead and do that if you are on Spotify. If you're on any other platform like iTunes, Google Podcast, uh, Podcast Republic, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, whatever, follow the podcast on there. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Japanaholic Podcast. I'm Taylor, the certified Japanaholic. Signing off. Good night.